Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights. Ryan Fagan of Sporting News fame, and he's actually a Baseball Writers Association of America, 15-year card-carrying <laughs> in both senses, which means he gets to vote for the Hall of Fame, which is really cool. And we didn't talk about that, but we finished our conversation about 87 tops and why he gets such an amazing response when he opens a pack and gets lots of feedback, especially when he does 87 tops. So trying to uh, understand that as well as uh, go back in the time machine to 25 years ago. So thanks, Ryan. Thanks, everybody. Here it is. And uh, enjoy the hobby. Yeah, it's been an interesting year. I was glad that I started doing it again before this all happened instead of picking it up as everybody else did because I felt like I had a little bit of a feel for what was happening before it went crazy. Your 87 Tops fans, how broad are their collecting interests? So that you, for example, have, have you used 87 Tops as a jumping off point that, okay, now I'm really connecting with that, but I'm going to get the heritage sets or, or archives kinds of things. Or am I interested in Panini basketball or upper deck hockey? How broadly... Are they coming back? Are these just nostalgic people that are your age that collected in 87 and are curious? I think a lot of people are just interested in replying to those specific tweets about that set because that's what they remember. But so many of the people out there use that, I think, as a jumping off. You buy a box of 87 tops. And, okay, what's out there now? So you go out there um, and try to find something at, at Walmart or Target. And if you're lucky enough to find something, you buy that or you buy stuff off of eBay. Personally, I've bought a lot of different stuff. And there are some things that are like, yeah, I like this. I'm going to buy more of this. And there's some stuff they're like, yeah, I'm, I'm probably done ever buying, you know, that particular set again. I think it, it's a way to dip your toes back into it. 87. The weird thing is, and I forget whether it's Apogee or Perigee, but the Nader. Basically, when you're looking at a span of years and you get your 87 tops fix and you go back in because you're your age and you right. get some of those, this is great. And then you think, okay, I've got a choice. I'm going to get some new cards or I'm going to get some old cards. That's when they get the splash of ice water. They try to get a new box and they think, is that going to be 30 bucks? No, it's 300 bucks for, for right. a new box. And for a star player from 20 years before, it's not 30 bucks, it's 300 bucks as well. And so working your way back or working your way forward, both, it's almost like 87 because of the junk wax era. It's still very reasonable to get your card fix, but it's not based on the value. Uh, because <laughs> you get modern day cards, you're buying packs for 30 bucks, not boxes for 30 bucks. And with older cards, you're buying ca an individual card, sometimes they're not a great player for 30 bucks. Yeah. So 87 looks like a deal. That's my point. I 100% agree. It, yeah, it absolutely is. And it, it is that sweet spot because, and you can buy bulk too. You can buy a box and open 36 packs right. as opposed to buying a $50 mega box at, at right. Target and getting what are they? Packs, something like that. 10 packs is five cards each. Yeah. 35 years later, it's still the sweet spot, okay. which is crazy. But your responders, they regard this as nostalgic, I would think, because it's 35 oh, yeah. years ago. But 100%. do they also regard it as vintage? <laughs> I was going to ask one of the questions. You're That's asking a great me. question. Man, it, it's, it's hard for me to associate vintage with something that still feels so real and so new. Right. I guess by definition, 35 years, you're either approaching or at vintage. Well, if it was clothes, would it be vintage clothes? Maybe. But for cards, I think most people want to say vintage is older than 87, but that may just be the bias of people my age. Maybe I, mean, I, I think of vintage, I think of 50s and 60s. 
Well, I agree, but 70s, maybe, not 78, 79. Yeah, but that's preconditioned by our orientation within the hobby. You, oh, know, absolutely. you came back in and you didn't know, you'd think, dude, these are 35 years old. They're ancient. I, I will say this. I look at Facebook Marketplace um, relatively often, as much as anything to be amused by the prices that people are asking for everything. But a lot of times they'll say vintage cards from you know the late 80s and early 90s. And every time I see that, I kind of tends up a little bit because I'm like, I don't know. You're right. It's the preconceived notions we have. These things are not necessarily what's there. I I know you'd like to make a citizen's arrest for that uh, that over exaggerated uh, description, but there are a lot of people guilty of that, Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe I'm the one that's wrong. not calling it that. Maybe not ever, but I have yet to refer to it as vintage. (laughs) That's part of why junk wax works so well because it conveys that, a different era. I like what you were talking about. You're not mad about the, the top scars, like 87 tops that got thrown away. So that's perfect because it's trying to figure out why it has that just a universally positive feel. I even think it's like the, the font on the front, the font on the front is it's welcoming. And that sounds goofy to say that about a font. It's not rigid. It doesn't have the serifs on it. It's just there. Yeah, I don't know. So yeah, that's all good. There, there are not many things that still have value that you can buy them for the same price that they were that are. But again, if they're vintage, there's some vintage things that are in favor or out of favor, in vogue, out of vogue, like clothes and things. You could buy sneakers from a long time ago. There's crazy market for any memorabilia or yeah. equipment. Yeah. The sneakers market is something I've got a couple of friends that are involved in that. So I just see what they'll post sometimes. That's, uh, that's just Great. another world out there. Yeah. But again, 87 Tops is one of the sets that makes it that this can be a hobby for anybody that loves baseball because yeah. the price points, all the headlines are for the million dollar cards, but there are no million dollar cards in 87 Tops no. of baseball, football, basketball, hockey, whatever. Uh, so you can just enjoy at whatever level. So no one is priced out, I don't think, of 87 Tops. Not really. And so in that point, so actually what I'm coming around to, Ryan, is maybe it's a better entry point than going to the local card shop right now and buying a box that's at least a hundred bucks yeah. for most decent boxes and way more in some cases. Well, I, and there's so a, get back into it with 87 tops, maybe it's a preferred way to ease into it. I like that. Yeah. I, I was at, there's a baseball card shop that's been around since the owner is, I went to him when I was a kid. I think he opened it in like 1991. And he still owns it. I go out there. I, I got my baseball Hall of Fame vote five years ago. So he loves to talk to me about that every time. So we go there and just talk. And he, I was out there, I don't know, a couple months ago. And a kid came in and he wanted to buy a couple of packs of new football cards. He was like, what do you got? And he showed these, whatever he had three or four. And like the cheapest pack was like 11 bucks. And the kid was like, is there anything cheaper? And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. And it's just, that's crazy. The kid came in with, Whatever it was he had, I don't think he had like a 20, but he didn't want to buy just one pack. And there wasn't anything, and that would have never happened in Meyer. And it wouldn't happen with 87 tops. Like he actually had a couple of older boxes of like, I think 91 Upper Deck NFL. There was like 20 bucks and the kids like, I don't want the old thing. But the kid was like, I don't want to. He came with his mom or something, but. Was this St. Louis or Charlotte? That's St. Louis. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, St. Louis has still, there are probably, there are at least six card shops in St. Louis still that I can get to within a half an hour of my well, house right St. now. St. Louis is a great baseball town. In oh, Charlotte, there was one. Another one just opened up by six months ago, I think, but I haven't been there yet. Yeah. Yeah, I still love it. The, the other one, the one my grandparents used to take me to when I was a kid, that one closed down. All-star sports cards, but there's another one that opened up two years ago that's in that same general area. I hope, like I said, with the Fanatics jumping in and expanding the marketing, I hope that's going to be good for card shops too because it's going to be general mass marketing and making cards more relevant. Hopefully yeah. that'll drive cards, uh, drive fans into existing stores, plus having cards available at some of the stadium shops and yeah. some of the lids and things like that. So at least boxes, I hope. So I know some people are worried that I mean, didn't Fanatics make some sort of like direct to the consumer comments when they first bought it? I think some people are. No, but there's a preference to making the most money. You make the most money when you sell it directly to the end user. But yeah. so I, th that's going to be their preference. If in doubt, would I rather sell it to a middleman or, but that's life everywhere. Yeah. You know, the magazine business was like that. You have these magazine wholesalers in between. So a subscription, you sell at a discount, but you still probably make more because you get the money. I think they didn't get where they are without being savvy. And so there's certainly a part of the mix ought to include, and I think really will include these card shops, mainly for buying individual cards. I just think if, if you're a card shop and all you do is sell unopened wax, you're going to have competition from the mall or wherever Fanatics wants yeah. you. And plus, if, if it's easy to buy a box direct, then card shops, they need to diversify. Yeah. They're just selling Fanatics boxes that are not just available on eBay, but are available direct from Fanatics on their very robust platform with yeah. excellent customer service and excellent shipping. I don't want to compete with them. I, I need to find another way where I can decommoditize it, which is probably opening it up and selling individual cards. Yeah. That's hard to do. Yeah. Keep up the good work. And like I said, I think you're well positioned for a hobby and hopefully baseball to get this, uh, work stoppage resolved yeah no kidding Jeez. because and, and do it sooner so they can because they need to make it look like i think they do care about the fans of both sides but they need to fans are gonna have a hard time relating to either side yeah and they're gonna be they're gonna flip a coin for who they're angry at but uh, <laughs> they, they, yes. it just depends on their orientation whether they're pro management or pro employee or whatever but they're well-paid employees and they're billionaire owners, but I'm hoping you can cover that in a very positive way. And I'm really looking forward to seeing more. Like I said, I think everybody's going to be pushing for more integration of the collecting aspect, the nostalgic aspect, as well as what's going on right now. So very exciting yeah. times. It exciting is. time. This is the most exciting time to be in the hobby. It's for at least for how long? Two years, whatever. It's been amazing. Yeah. It, there's no reason it has to stop other than baseball not playing for a while <laughs> would be a huge damper. Yeah, can you imagine like baseball gets involved in the memorabilia industry that immediately tanks it? At least there'd be no excuse for autograph redemptions because <laughs> the players have nothing better to do than to sign autographs. That's right. a silver lining. But again, if you can't read about how many home runs or strikeouts the the pitcher or hitter had, it, it takes that dynamic element out of it. The man in the house.